So we're going to do musical chairs tonight. It's so hot. At the sound of the music, everyone switches over one seat, so eventually you'll end up in front of the fan. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> God damn it, I'm fucked. <laughs> hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in very, 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 very sunny Santa Cruz, California. Woohoo! Hot and sunny. Hot. Too hot to work. Very hot. Hey, tonight in the garage, you have me. This is Liza. Running the board tonight, and thankfully back from his trip, we have Zach. I am here. Over in the corner, we got Dave. Ooh, hello, hello. Naked Jim. She tried to turn me on to Jesus, but I turned on to the devil's ways. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Very good, sir. And uh, next to me, we got Douglas. That ain't no 07. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no 07. That ain't no 07. Shit, son. All right, Charlie, you ready? Hello. Okay. Next to that, we got Cat. Hi. And then, sick as a dog, we got Knock. I'm suffering, man. Representing. Fucking died over here. I'm sharing a couch with the plague. Yeah. That's right. Why would you do this to yourself? So good. I didn't. It's my rightful position on the couch. Is that where you're wearing motocross pants? Yes. Then we got me. We have gloves right there. We got, next to that, we got Mike. Genitals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just Thank up you, in the game. That kids listen to this damn show. Kids listen to this Not fucking anymore. show, Mike. All Not right. anymore. That's the clinical term. All for right, them for still them. going. We've got John Dalton. Yeah, hello. Then we got Isaac. Loud and proud. Got Bagel. Don't make me bust out my pimp can, yo. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yo. And in the uh, peanut gallery, directing the fan for us, we got Micah. Just shout anything, Micah. Hello. There we go. So for I know we probably have a lot of new listeners now, and we probably just lost them all with that intro. (laughs) (laughs) At least you checked in for a little bit. If if you haven't heard us before, welcome. Um, We are a large group. (laughs) It gets worse. And it gets unruly, and it's especially hot. It is so hot. In fact, today, not a lot of work got done, but the kiddie pool did yeah get it was hot on. enough where we're like we need to find a kiddie pool <laughs> we, uh, and then there was just one magically there mary and i went and got a kiddie pool and filled it up with air from the air compressor which worked spectacularly oh yeah nice oh yeah yes it was beautiful there there was some work but it was a lot of water play going on and and i <laughs> <laughs> before people showed up i actually posted on facebook i said it's going to be a hot one let's see what state of undress they get in today mm-hmm. well let's see how many people were in their underwear today yeah, was. most of you were there yeah. water sports yeah. we just, we just got tank shirt off. off within five minutes of getting here <laughs> yeah we, we we got down to skivvies but uh not much more <clears throat> but there was some stuff getting done but um I wanted to just, you know, start by addressing um, thank you to, uh, you know, AMC and to Left Right Productions who did the Ride with Norman show. If you haven't got a chance to see that, I highly recommend checking it out. They made us look fabulous. Yeah, that was great. Oh, yeah. You were, always look fabulous. They were super awesome. We got they a lot were, of new yeah. listeners, which is Good cool. Yeah, so I know we got a lot of new listeners just discovered us. And I was really um, uh, glad that. People are learning about just podcasting in general. I'm always saying it's not just that I'm trying to get people to listen to our podcast over someone else's. Yes. It's trying to get people to learn what a podcast what is. T- what time is your podcast on? <laughs> <laughs> what channel is that? <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool. It was a great experience. If you haven't listened to that, um, you know, Talking Bikes with Norman, go check that out. It was a great experience. And uh, 
Yeah, now it's back to reality. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, it, it was, I don't know about y'all, it was hard for me. I was still, you know, getting like people emailing us, telling us what a good job and dealing with yeah. publications coming out, being written about us. And I was at work slaving on a project and they didn't give no, no damn about yeah. my we're, celebrity. We're at the, the viewing and Liza keeps shouting at the damn TV because <laughs> she's so excited. I'm like, just shut up and watch the damn show. You're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way again. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's just back to dick But it now. was it was good to see you so excited. Uh, another reality today is Sunday, uh, Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to everybody yeah. out there. Yeah. Might be a oh, shit, yeah. gotta call my dad. Yep. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight, so my father's dead. I have a... Uh, I have a uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, way to bring it down. So it's true. I have a s- small thing that happened related to Father's Day. Oh yeah, you want to share that? So I uh, about an hour ago, I was calling my dad and um, I was talking to him, and as we're talking. Uh, he says, hold on, I just got a text message from your mom. And he's reading it. He says, oh, okay. It says, just listen to Motorcycles and Misfits podcast number 147. Sounds like Isaac got in a bit of a crash. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Sounds like he's okay and it was a good experience, but I'm totally busted. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have put They're it on right. an international <laughs> internet. Yeah. 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 Well, we're, yeah. Would That's you, what you get for being famous. And she'll hear this one too. Living so, that hi, secret mom. Life, bro. Hey, um, so let's recap real quick because last week was the vampires ride, Woo-hoo! and let's get that quick ride report on that. Nobody it died. It was awesome. Uh, nobody died, but how many crashes? It was two uh, and a half. It was Charlie and Cat's first hooligan ride. Yeah. Oh, can you explain what a hooligan ride is? Uh, it's a totally legal, legit <laughs> group ride through <laughs> Santa Cruz where no laws are being broken at uh, all we ever. do not go through any um railroad tracks no railroad tracks um, or levees we don't pathways. we don't go through right. parks is so, it like the time and i'm gonna say uh, this ride is is the equivalent of the purge we don't get any <laughs> um two wheels are always on the ground at yeah. all times no federal crime one, one ride a year that definitely we, no excessive that speeds. you go a little crazy no. the rest of the time we do not condone that behavior yeah. But one ride a year go a little crazy. So yeah, how many crashes? Uh, two and a half. We're not using uh, was, we're not using three. fractions. Somebody there power was... slid and bumped a car and was fine. There was three crashes. I um, one person hit a curb at a wrong angle and fell. Um, and he actually cracked a rib. Uh, uh, another person nice. low sided. Um. He was an experienced rider, and just it just <coughs> wrong place, wrong time. Shit happens. Broke his thumb, and he then, always breaks things. Yeah, yeah. not saying yep. his name, but if you know who he is, he always as breaks. A, as a person who always breaks things, I totally understand it, and it sucks. Um, and then another person got hit by a car, but that was neither it was parties. Low speed, the bike didn't go down. Yeah, it was low speed, the bike. Yeah, did, yeah. It, was it was a, a lot tap. less. That's what I heard. The power bad. slid into the car, and they just kind of booped. So I wasn't there. How many people showed up for the Friday night ride? Uh, 30 and then... uh, 30? It kind of looked like 30. I think it was probably 15 to 20. And then after about five minutes, there was at least half. I kept kept looking back and there was less and less bikes. Yeah, there was about 25. And then once we hit... Uh, we didn't hit the railroad tracks. Um, that was when people just dropped it's, like flies. That's pretty typical, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. This I mean, is a ride that you do not wait for anyone. It's if you, yeah. If you lose, no. and I've been on these rides when I lost the pack because I stopped to help somebody who stranded and I that lost everyone. Clay lost the pack twice and he caught up both times. Clay yeah. is fucking badass, man. <laughs> that guy can ride the shit out of his bike. Let's he keep still people's names ribs. out of this. So I'm I'm curious. What are the what are your favorite parts on that ride? Like, what are the best sections to just rip it up? Um. Um, I mean, I may have the sections that you're not to not rip it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 you don't. You would hypothetically. You just have to come up. on the ride, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you Friday night? You want me to tell you? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was then crying in the shower. Zach, you were gone. Yep. In Europe. I've been in the Europe. Nice. <laughs> in the Europe. The so Eurozone. did you see any cool bikes over there? Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! There's still there's still rally what? shit to talk about. Okay, yeah, yeah. talk about rally. Talk Saturday, about your rally shit. There's a get, Saturday ride too. It actually I, was. I got thing. But no one, no one crashed. So what, no what's crashed. there to tell? The, it was actually the biggest turnout I've ever seen oh, okay. uh, at a rally. Uh, it was a great ride, and we had camping and games, and we had this freaking pinata. Oh god, <laughs> it, it was a ninjata, right, Mike? <laughs> Yeah. And so we had these uh, drunk goggles, and the, you put a passenger on your bike, and you put the <laughs> drunk goggles on and get a big stick, and you, <laughs> you have to ride past this pinata and try to break it open. It was this a was in Endor Forest, awesome. too. So it was the passenger wearing the, and, the drunk yeah, goggles? Yeah, in the force of it, yeah, in the forest moon of Endor. Yeah, we were literally in the forest moon of Endor <laughs> with the ninjata hanging from a redwood, and uh, yeah. Charlie kept almost hitting his, his rider. <laughs> it's so funny because when he's coming up on you, the glasses like magnify his face, and there his eyes are like crooked. <laughs> so he's like his eyes are magnified crooked. Like did you ever see uh, Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, yeah. with bubbles. That's yeah. what he looked like <laughs> the entire time, and he's like swinging away from it. Like, I was so freaked out that I, I missed, was gonna hit hey, my rider. I missed or, oh once, and I hit every Yo, other time. Everybody was like, "Oh, put the goggles on, Mary." I was like, "Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do she, it." She doesn't need the fucking goggles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, it's a nice ride. Good barbecue. Cool. Yeah, barbecue chicken was. Amazing. I had the goggles on for yeah, an excess. Camping of was time. super fun too. It was. We had a squirrel dive bomber tent in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. We, <laughs> we thought someone was hilarious. fucking with us. I know. We kept hearing this. The stuff hit the tent, and we're, it was like I don't know, eight o'clock in the morning. I or roll something. over and I'm like, Doug, either somebody's fucking with us or nature's on our tent. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was nature fucking with yeah. us. <laughs> I guess that that squirrel was fucking with Alicia's tent. Yeah, she got out and then it. Ran over your guys' tank. Yeah, mm -hmm. they uh, they poked their heads out, and uh, apparently they saw it dive bomb. It was jumping off tree branches and hitting the tents and <laughs> bouncing down them. <laughs> Sounds like it's done that before. Yeah, it was like having fun, I guess. Yeah, like, like squirrel trampolines. Yeah. So, and I couldn't attend because I had uh, my cousins and their kids visiting in town. Um, you know, and I wasn't really thinking when they wanted to come see the garage and all the bikes and all the little kids found all the dildos mm -hmm. and said, well, what's that for? I said, <laughs> my, and my cousin looked at me like, oh, gosh, how do I handle this? I said, I got this. So, uh, uh, slap fights, what do you use them for? Proceeded to hand out dildos to small children, set them out in the backyard in a slap fight. Oh, my God. So their moms are kind of uh, horrified, but I was entertained. You're a terrible person. I thought that was a good save. Good save. It's all, it's all fun and games until somebody loses an eye. I saw a picture of that. The kids were pretty fired up. They were definitely engaged in the dildo fighting. You think they'll just go by an adult What kid doesn't? Look at one of those in the window and goes, oh, look, slap fight. 
Sticks. Yeah. <laughs> slap fight sticks. We're going to get a rude awakening. To be fair, they, they do make very good fla- slap fight sticks. They do. They make really satisfying noises they do. as well. So, all right, now, Zach, did you see any cool bikes? And what part of European were you in? I was in London, Paris, and Amsterdam. Sweet. So that'd be England, uh, France, and the Netherlands. And um, I honestly, like... I'm trying to think. I think there was something cool that I saw. I mean, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Transalps um, and stuff yeah. like that. Cool. Um, but I mean, for the most part, a lot of the s- models are s- the same. At least for motorcycles, for scooters, there's a couple brands I didn't recognize. Uh, you know, but the cars there's Citroens and Peugeots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But all the motorcycles were pretty much Hondas or Suzukis or a lot of Ducatis, um, which I think was like more of like a rub thing because they have those too. Yeah. What models of Hondas? Suzuki's. Um, well, so I didn't. Everything I say, like I'm a stupid American, like just you know, on vacation, on, on holiday, in my family, <laughs> you know, with my family with in London, like I, you know, so I didn't, I didn't get looked too closely. There's, I know, there's a lot of 125s, a lot of uh, the L's, the learner bikes. Uh, they have a big L on them, but a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of scooters, a lot of scooters, which I think they call mopeds, according to this drunk guy I talked to at a pub. And say motorbike too. <laughs> no, they call them they, like mo- they call them mopeds, and he said that they were that like it was you know those were like for beginners, and then you know you can't see you me to a motorcycle, right then you're you know big boy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, people get the terminology wrong all around the world. Well, there's also the tiered licensing over yeah. there. So. There is the tiered yeah. licensing, and getting a like, getting a driving license at all over there is very expensive. Yes, mm-hmm. and very time. Consuming. Same as Mary's country. It's like five thousand bucks to get a regular yeah, license. It's, it's small yeah. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. if you want to get a normal motorcycle license, there's a lot of hoops you have to go through. That's why Mary never rode a bike or, or a car or a motorcycle till she was over thirty. Because she just wow. never rode a vehicle in Denmark. So that so, happened. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see my eyes rolling in the back of my fucking head? So <laughs> so um let's see also then knock and jim and i went on a really cool ride that was yesterday. rad Wait, you guys that rode cool. jim knock jim and i went for a ride yesterday um we were gone pretty much all day yeah uh, like put on some l- good miles yeah about 11 to 5 or 6 yes that was you went yeah. on the the hawk yeah i went knock. on the super hawk yeah he went the hawk nice. and i took the versus and um and Jim on the FC6, and we went on down to Gonzales to get our... We took the back roads down to Gonzales to get those beers with the shrimps in them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that same taco we went yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Which we love. And then um, just uh, just down the road from that, um, where Jim and I previously found Gloria Road off of 101 that goes up over the mountain. Nice dirt road. So I wanted to take Nock up it. Was Nock, who owns a supermoto, decided to bring his street bike. I didn't want to bring, like, two quarts of oil with me. That's why. <laughs> so, um, so I just, so feel your pain now, now. So, like, yeah, so and, right, and it's this yeah. beautiful, uh, about ten miles road up yeah, over the mountain. What do yeah. you think of that road? It was like the best graded fire road I've ever been on. It was perfect. Like there was no, there was like some uh, washboard, but it was nothing you can't get out of. You know, you just gas it. And uh, yeah, I, I thought about taking the Super Duke and rode it around the block, and I was like, as oh, the throttle response on this thing is a little too snatchy, mm-hmm. and I knew we were going to go on a dirt road, and I just didn't really, I said, nah, I'm going to take the Super Hawk, and I kind of know how that thing works, so. That was really nice, and then we get down to the other side, and we're on Airline Highway, and airline uh, right near Pinnacles. Mm-hmm. Um, airline Highway, uh, going back up to Hollister, is this amazing 
just a long stretch of highway and it parts of it look like you're near yosemite you just mm. kind of got these mountains and stuff it's, oh you missed uh san juan canyon road over that whatever that was yeah, yeah well, at the yeah. parking well it's yeah. worth talking about like so the area we're talking about is it's between santa cruz salinas prunedale then we went down through the eastern salinas valley which if you're familiar with this area it's gorgeous but but there's they're so rich with the amount of roads that are down that way. Yeah. And, you know, when we were going over, it's, I think it's the Gabalin Mountain Range that goes from the eastern Salinas Valley over into San Benito County towards Hollister. And when you're up, I guess we're up like maybe 1,500 feet or something. Yeah. But you look back over the fields, and, um, and it's, freaking, it's just gorgeous. And then you come down into these oak woodlands and some of these really cool little microclimates. Um, but, yeah, so then the ride from Pinnacles back up to Hollister, just big sweeping fast roads with good pavement so i just wanted to compare so um this is why i took the verses because not was like why don't you take the super duke you know it'd be yeah. better for the twisties yeah it would however when we hit this airline highway just beautiful long straight stretch but not flat there's you know a little wide a little bit of dips and little curves i just opened the throttle as far as it would go on the Versus and just held it there just just to see what would happen. I just, I got it up to about um, 112 and just kind of cruising down the road. Now, I've got my face mask up and I've got one hand on my hip, you know, one hand on the bar at a 112 because I have the full fairing on that thing. I'm yeah. getting no wind and I'm just, just cutting through with no wind on me. You probably could have got about 125 without that. And just yeah. comfortable, <laughs> comfortable as all can be. The bike felt real solid. I'm looking in my mirror, and these two ding dongs are like pinning it and like, <laughs> you know, getting the wind. Yeah, because well, I was behind Liza, and I'm, I'm following her, and sure enough, I'm waiting. It's like, I know what's going to happen. So I think we were creeping up on a ton. And then, yeah, she's one hand, you know, and she's sitting totally upright. And I'm like kind of tucked down because I'm getting buffeted by the wind pretty good. And Liza's just straight up and down, one hand on the throttle. I'm like, we're doing 100, and she's got one hand. That's, <laughs> like, that's like doing. one of the best, the only good things about being a tiny biker is I can full tuck on my R6, and that little teeny tiny windshield on my R6 creates just enough of a bubble that I, my entire person, fits into it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But so. here's the thing I wanted to cover real quick. So I, I like the Versus. It's a great bike. It'll do everything. Everything. Um, I took it over, you know, the dirt road handled great. I could put knobbies on it. It could and it could be an adventure touring bike. I do have bags. I've done long distance touring on it. I can carve the canyons. I can take it to track day. I can really that bike will do anything. Be but, great, you, great commuter can you bike. Take it to born free. Though? But <laughs> <laughs> when but nobody recommends that bike. You know, like Josh Herman was saying, hey, I was thinking of getting a GS twelve hundred or something. I said. Why don't you get a Versus? No one recommends that bike. And I thought, why not? Why is it well, even I am not that, like, you know, like thinking it's the perfect bike. It does everything I would ever need it to do. Well, talk and about here, it's here's a utility why. bike. Here's why. You all are riding bikes that could possibly win either the Baja 1000 or the MotoGP or can <laughs> circumvent the globe or, you know, can do amazing things. Or are about to blow it, up any second. Seems like everybody wants <laughs> a likely. bike. What's cool, what everybody wants is a bike that could do great things, even though you will probably never do that great thing with it. <laughs> yes. And when you get a bike that will actually do everything you, you do use it for really well, mm, that's not impressive. I have to it's, disagree because right? I, I just like a pretty bike. You know, I kind of think it's I mean, the, my the, bike does that well. the Swiss Army logic. So if you have 
a tool like a drawer full of tools that are fully capable in every aspect but it's an entire drawer versus a Swiss army knife that has miniature tools that are moderately capable at every aspect, but it's in this little tiny, nice compatible package that sits in your pocket nicely. I will still go for the drawer full of tools that does exactly what I need it to, even though I have to root around for it. Well, I mean, you know? well, but I'm saying they're meant to do greater things. Well, Liza, talk about that section on 129 when we were at that light for the construction. And then you knocking the dude on the BMW uh, sport bike. Talk so, about that section of the road and how you compared to the BMW sport bike. 129 coming from Highway 101 crossing uh, over through the pass to Highway 1. Uh, normally you get caught behind trucks or something. But right now they're doing construction and they have it down to one lane, which means they set up one of those lights and they hold all the traffic. Car filter. Which seems annoying. However... You filter right up to the front, and when that light turns green, you have yep. a guaranteed yeah. empty road. Yeah, you yeah. And it cool became our track. Nice. I had Very that, sweet. except for it was not actually a guaranteed empty road because some asshole blew the light on the other side, mm. and I came head on because I was like, oh, fuck us. Oh, <laughs> and then shit. I'm going like, oh, shit, I have nowhere to go. Wow. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was with Terry on 35. Yeah. Oh, so, that. yeah, I, I didn't know that it wasn't you. <laughs> I guess Nock and I just took off no, pinned it, and it was just, me. it's beautiful long sweepers going yeah. alongside like a river. And but what was it? When we left, we all stopped at the light in Watsonville or somewhere at the other end, and you were all like, hey, later, dude. And he's all, hey, thanks for the lesson on how to ride. But he was on it like what a twelve hundred SS or something like that. Jesus. So I, I, I mean, well, I think we may bring this up another day. The the Swiss Army knife bikes, like the KLR can and your, the Versus and can stuff, your they don't get the love. Do, uh, two flights of stairs. Uh, it, down. How often how big does one do two down. flights of stairs? It, it, it depends like, on how not, often. Not often you when need you to. have a Versus. <laughs> it's like it's like the station it's like the station wagon of bikes. It'll do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why are people it's always? It's not the most exciting thing. Why is everyone always recommending a KLR over and not ever mentioning a Versus? Known because it's pretty. Well, the awesome. KLR is going to be more dirt oriented, yeah. and the K the uh, Versus will it's be more yeah, and, and the, the, the KLR is a reputation for being extremely reliable. <laughs> but they're in the same boat. Yeah. The Versus and the KLR are both bikes that are very good at doing a lot of things. And the Versus is a very reasonably priced use. But we're but yeah. and so is the KLR. Right, know, exactly. I rode the Versus and I felt it was ex extraordinarily capable and it was really fun to ride. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun to ride, but it didn't have that it thing. it rides yeah. too easy. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't have the extra extra special shimmer. You exactly. Know, that thing that's where you're like, Ooh. Yeah. that's why I got the Super Duke. I wanted something that Liza. might could kill me. Yeah. You 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 did agree though that the the versus is kind of boring, right? Yeah, I'm agreeing. It's I, too perfect. It is kind of boring because it just kind of does everything really easily. Yeah. 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 It's so damn reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just that's works. The, We're used God, to ordinary. Yeah. But that was the argument I made. Uh, sorry, I, that was the argument I made. Is like because it's just too reasonable and, and motorcycles aren't, aren't aren't supposed to be reasonable yeah. so <laughs> yeah hey let's read some emails because we got so many emails oh yeah this week that were really great so you printed them out on fucking nice paper too uh, that's shit. all i got this is like so uh, <laughs> it's not the back of a back of a porn mag yeah, so let's just oh get through these because I want to make sure people know that we we I want want them to get the. This love. is how we interact with our listeners. Zach, what you got? <laughs> Hi, listeners. Uh, I got one from uh, Jake. Uh, he says, "Hey, dudes, I'm 17 from a shitty town up in Nova Scotia. <laughs> it's a real big journey from where we are, but I hope, but he hopes to come meet us someday." 
Yeah. Uh, Come with Jay. Ooh. Says none Jay of his friends Jay. will talk to him about bikes because none of them ride, but listening to us makes him feel a little bit less lonely. Yeah. Let's thank us. And he's cur- currently riding an 88 Cowie that he built and made into his own little machine. It says, love the show. Keep it up. Uh, from the Midnight Rider up north. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Thanks, thanks for writing in. And way to give an old bike some. Liza, uh, and, is this and one of those fake emails that you write? Liza's going to get up out of that chair, Mike, and you're not going to like what happens okay. next. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting I've in front of the workbench, and I have a lot of items behind me I can touch. I was going to say, you're going to have to get through a lot of mics <laughs> to get to me. I have very good aim. Never throw your weapon, Liza. Right. My first bike was a 1988 Kawasaki Ninja ZX6R. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Nice. Bagel, what you got? Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, I'm. I'm, someday I'm going to ride my scooter into to, uh, Nova Scotia or oh, cool. Nova Scotia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I'll run into Jake then. Cool. You want to read your email? Oh, me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. So I got an email from, and this, this guy just tripped me out for a minute because it's from a guy named Tom Catalano. And I have a friend named Tom Catalano in San Jose, but he doesn't ride. So it's a different Tom Catalano. Um, <clears throat> so he says, hi, gang. I recently came across your podcast as a result of Ride with Norman Reedus. Hey. Hey. Yeah. hey. I'm traveling to <laughs> Romania for work and figured this was a perfect time to catch up on some of your previous episodes. Please don't listen to number one. Yeah, please don't listen yeah. to number one. <laughs> don't go that far hey, back. Well, at least it only gets better from there, right? <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically, yeah, find better. But that's, <laughs> like, that's like we're just figuring well, it, it out. It gets longer. Okay. <laughs> so in one episode... Is that for episode one, Doug? <laughs> so yep. in, in one episode, you talked about TV shows with motorcycles. Yeah. And, and one that I really liked, but only aired for one season, I think, is The Fagawis. On the History Channel. It says it's a cool show about a bunch of guys who just like to ride. If you haven't seen it, the story behind the show name is funny. In short, they would just jump on their bikes and ride. After a few hours or so, they would pull over in a classic Brooklyn, Brooklyn accent to say... Where the fuck are we? Fagawis. <laughs> yeah, I found them, I think, Fugawi. on YouTube. They're, they're streaming somewhere. You can see the Fagawis. Cool. Excellent. Let's check that huh. out. And uh, it says, anyway, neat show, that, uh, neat show about nothing but involves writing. He uh, says, I also agree uh. with the Sons of Anarchy BS. I really hate <laughs> shows, that, shows like this as it gives bikers a bad rap. Glad I found your podcast, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Hey. Hey. All right, Dave, how about you? Uh... Uh, this one's from uh, Harry Harden, and he says, um, I caught ride with Norman Reedus. What Me? I thought was really cool is the group you have built uh, there in Santa Cruz. Uh, I know when I started riding, I was learning on my own. I helped a friend get comfortable with her bike and riding in, in traffic. Um, please keep doing what you're doing. Cool. Thank you very much. Yay. Right on. Thanks for writing in. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Emails, guys. Jimmy, Jimmy, you got one? I do. All right, so this is from... (laughs) I know this is from... (laughs) All right. Hi, I'm Scotty from Alabama. (laughs) Couldn't tell. Um, I'm really enjoying the podcast since I saw the Ride with Norman Rita show. Fantastic show. Love y'all already. Show enough. Bogata. So wish uh, I was part of the family like you guys have. Well, you're part of the family now, Scotty. So he's new to riding, so he got what every new rider should get is a Jigster 600. (laughs) (laughs) The standard starter bike. Uh, Did you get a Mohawk, too, to go with that? And flip-flops. Icon vest. (laughs) He's got a bunch of hobbies. He does a bunch of gun stuff, but he thinks that the uh, motorcycling might just take over the guns. Yes, it will. They're both expensive. So he says, thanks for all we do. Stay safe and take chances. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, dude. All right, Douglas. Uh, This guy, this is Uh. from Willie. Read it with an accent. Read it with an accent. Nope. 
I will read this with my American freaking accent because uh, this Murphy. guy is from Brighton, UK. This is William. He says, hey, Recycle Motorcycle Garage. Just wanted to say, hey, from Brighton, UK. Cheerio. My name is Will. My buddy from Union Motion, an electric motorcycle manufacturer, also from Brighton, cool. hooked me up with your podcast, and I'm completely hooked. Yes, this is the same Brighton where the infamous Rods, Mods vs. Rockers yes. took place. Yes. Awesome. We are the Mods. We History. Are the mods. We, are, we, are, we are the Mods. <laughs> we have a huge motorcycle population, but there are no communal garage or bike space like you guys have, and I am mega jealous. Mm. Bollocks. You I know work. my answer is to that. I just that. want to say that. Start on one. Down. Start, start one. one. Start one. Yes, start I one. I work for a company that does something similar, but with 3D printing and robotics. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally Ooh. share your ethos. Just wish I could do something similar with bikes. You I ride can. a... I ride a Bandit 650, uh, 09 Bandit 650, which is probably one of the most common big bikes over here. Yes, cool. that's Would true. Would love to come visit your space one day if I can ever make it over to the USA. Sweet. Come Please on down. Please keep up the podcast. It's my main source of entertainment off the bike. And if you're ever in the UK, give us a shout. Cheers. Will. Yes. Thank you. If you ever need any CAD work, advice with 3D printers, mm. etc., give me a shout. Sharing is caring. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Thanks now, for writing in, Will. Here's just a open to can of worms, bro. <laughs> why doesn't Why doesn't he 3D just 3D print a garage? Uh, there you go. There you go. And the tools. Right. Everything. That'd be awesome. You'd have to 3D print a big enough 3D printer to well, print a garage. Yeah, well, right. you can I'm have to stop the spiral. Doesn't, it doesn't yeah. have to be <laughs> all one. Charlie, what you got? Plastic uses. 3D printed giant. Hi guys, just want to let you know I recently found your podcast and absolutely love them. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> I can't understand how you manage to do them so regularly and still have every one of them so interesting and fun. We we neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I what they're supposed to be. <laughs> Apparently, they're interesting. Um, I'm listening to all the recent ones. He probably started at the beginning. I mean, at the end. So That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah start at the end and go back. Yeah, and then... All right. All the, so he's, this is why I never have you reading. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we I'm don't listening have to all the recent ones as you do them and catching up to the old ones. So that's exactly what he's doing. I'm living over here in Lim, Limerick, Ireland. Limerick. 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 Limerick, Ireland, and telling, you all, telling all my mates about you. Thanks for all the fun. Lots of love. His name is pronounced Shivon. Shivon, and it's a woman. Her name? Yes. And uh, Hi, check Siobhan. out her Facebook page. Oh, but she's a badass bike Hi, rider. Hi, She's a badass. So thank you. What you got, Kat? Uh, I got something from Nikki from Argentina. Hey, guys. My name is wow. Nikki. I'm from Argentina, and I love your podcast. Hi. Can you read what that up? with an accent? Are we number one in no. Argentina, too? <laughs> you guys made me love the idea of riding motorbikes. <gasps> Oh, I'd love to go over. Motorbikes. I'd love to go over to California, meet you, and ride around with you. But first, you'd have to teach me how to ride a bike and how to fix one. We can do that. We can stick you on the back of Mike's bike. Yeah. Oh, first God. thing yeah. is you got to start calling a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be first step. And he says, anyway, keep up with the amazing <laughs> podcast, Nikki. Oh, he sounds sweet. Well, thank oh, you. Shout Nikki. out, Nikki. Oh. What's up, Holmes? Girl. I'm not sure. All right, Isaac, what you got? All right, uh, this is from Dillard or DJ in San Diego. Hi, nice. saw you last night on Riding with Norman Reedus. Your segment was the best part of the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. What? There, there are only a few times one walks into a place and feels right at home. Last night, your place felt that way. Oh, okay. Okay. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yes, it yes. Will. <laughs> that's the truth. It felt like a group I hung with back in the mid 80s to early 90s in Austin. Yeah, I love Austin. I just finished listening to the full po podcast while fixing dinner. It was much better than the clips they showed on TV, plus your comments after the TV crew left. 
Oh, cool. I think your podcasts are going to be a regular part of my drive to and from work for a while. Now that I'm in San Diego, I hope to make the PCH trip uh, this summer and Do see it. y'all. Yes. Thanks for writing in. Thank you. Thanks and then man. I have, um, this is my favorite email. And, okay, don't mock me or correct me because I'm reading it as, as it's written and it will make sense at the end, okay? All right. Hello, my name is, I hope it's Ilya. Now I'm 19 years old. I saw an episode from the show, Ride with Norman Reedus. It was awesome. Your idea touched me so much so that I decided to move to the Santa Cruz just for joining your team, if I dream, if I can name it so. I have no bike. I have no money at the moment. I have no driver's license. You'll fit right in. But yeah, I have, sure she doesn't live here already? Uh, <laughs> but I have a dream. And I want I want to be a biker. My father was a biker, and I want to be like him. So I think right. that you can change my life and make my dream come true. Aww, I cool. don't know how I will move from Ukraine to you. I don't <laughs> even know when it would be. Maybe a few years will pass. I just have a big wish to become a part of your brotherhood. Wish you good luck. P.S. Sorry for my bad English. Ilya from Kiev, Ukraine. All right. Oh, thanks, Ilya. Yeah. Now, That's better I English than my English. His English is better than Mike's. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, we don't know if that is a man's name. I will assume it's, it was. It's a boy. It's a guy. So that's a great email. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ilya. Yeah, shout out, um, Ilya. I recommend contacting Mike and Mary. They have Airbnb. They'll just rent you a bed. Airbnb. 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 Ring a ding 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 bee 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 bee. So, um... We've been working on something for a while. We've been working on a lot of fake emails. That's what you've been doing. We've been working on something. And it's time to spring it on y'all. Oh, it boy. is game time! So, this game <laughs> is for all the XR650R owners oh, in the room. Uh -huh. This game okay. is called What You Know! you know what's oh, yeah. up son what do you, what you know about your bike bring it on we've All had right. this before mike get this off your is, phone this is unfair doug catch whole episode of and knock are you looking at the xr650r team we've got some questions for you to see how well you know your bike and uh i'll be keeping score and we'll see who can get the most right answers or closest to the right answer. Wait, okay. personally, our bike because I totally okay. know the like the switches that I have to flip to, so to be able to kick it. <laughs> is for a stock XR 650R. Okay, okay. Like states or Europe or Australia? States. Okay. States. So, Jimmy, you want to take this one? I will. We'll, sure, we'll go right ahead. And I think everyone the uh, the peanut gallery can chime in as well in case. I mean, I, I think that our our supermoto owners will know every inch of their bike, so I'm confident they'll know. Wait, can we have the us versus everybody else? Uh, no, working? it's... We, we can do that. Okay, here's the deal. We'll do an over-under game. So I'm going to put out a number, and then you have to guess whether it's higher or lower than the number I gave out. And I'll alternate between the supermoto owners and the rest of the knuckleheads, okay. me included. All right, so... That sounds complicated. Okay. Yeah. No, it's right, easy. Uh, so this is loaded. This is easy. We're letting the XR650 owners compete against the rest against of the knuckleheads. Against everybody else, right. Okay, okay. You so, guys should get this. So the first part, so we're going to talk about parts in the motorcycle, and uh -huh. you have to figure out how many there are. Okay. So the first part we're talking about is a piston. piston. So including the engine, think about how many pistons there are going to be in your 650 XR 650. We need. We're looking for a number. How Between many three bikes? How many no. pistons? No. 
on a single stock XR650R. Wait. According to Bike Bandit. Does that include like... Oh, I According yeah. to Bike Bandit, how many pieces on that bike are called a piston? Five. That, that, so I'll give you... Wait, wait so the, the over-under number is six. So I'm asking you, Knock, are there more or less than six? Are we doing all three of them? Or all three not? of them. They okay, can, all three. It's all three are of you anybody else. Knock, less than six. Are you over or under Are you six? including the brake uh, Under Brake, suspension, okay. engine, two, everything. Two in the front. Front caliper. Yeah. One in the master cylinder. Mm-hmm. No, there's six. There's actually six. Oops. <laughs> one in the rear. One in the rear master cylinder and one in the... Uh, in the the actual piston piston Doug, do you agree with this <clears throat> we're doing it over under right over so you under. have to come up with over or under six is it less or more than six there should be seven is there seven there's two in each uh two in each brake mm-hmm. and plus the regular piston that's five and there's one in the master yeah and there's one in the i'm sorry the front brake yeah. uh, master and there's one in the rear brake master yeah, rear brake master. One of the engine Six? That's six or seven? That's, that's seven. 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 Oh, seven. Okay. As long as they call the 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 master cylinder. Uh, yeah, it's a master cylinder piston. piston yep. yeah. All right, so you're saying more than six? No, no instead of doing over under, let's just have them shout out okay. a number, and then we'll let the knuckleheads name a number. Okay? Sounds good. Yeah. But they already freaking just yeah. heard our whole logic behind <laughs> well, it. Well. So what the. F- yeah, but you guys know these bikes. So knuckleheads. Yeah. Um, no, it or not. John Dalton, you'll be captain of the knuckleheads. Oh, okay. You guys, what number do you want to throw out? What they said. <laughs> uh, yeah. Please go to 11. Yeah, same. Yeah, we're going to go with 11. Yep, Are that works. Clutch You're by wire. You're going to go with 11? 11. Yes. All right. Okay, the actual number of pistons in an XR650R is 8. Eight. Oh, Eight. Very nice. Front brake caliper, front brake master cylinder, rear brake caliper, <laughs> rear brake master cylinder. The engine piston, uh. two in the front fork, and the rear shock. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's tricky suspension components. Yeah. I never thought right. But you guys got closer than the rest of us. Yeah, that's good one. Okay. That's so good. What's next? Okay, so the next one is wheels. How many wheels? According to Bike Bandit. Ah, oh, shit. Does your mama have how many wheels? <laughs> how many wheels? Wooden leg with a be, uh, a fly yeah, wheel. talk this one out. Yeah. Okay. Fly wheel, oh, why why am I having? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much pressure. There's the two obvious wheels, and there's the flywheel, then there's the, uh, uh, shouldn't there be, the I master don't know shin that, wheel. the clutch that doesn't wheel? count as there's a no, wheel. There's no clutch wheel. No, there's the steering <laughs> wheel. The steering wheel, yeah. Yeah, the steering wheel. The steering, steering wheel. wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's it. The, the yeah, brake fluid a, wheel? What, only flywheel? Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Oh man, there's gotta be. What more about the headlight? Are there any adjusting wheels on there somewhere? No. No. No, there's no adjusting wheels. Okay, so the number is three. Okay. Knuckleheads. What, what do we say? Knuckleheads. Uh, uh, five. Thirty. Five. Five thirty. All right. So <laughs> thirty and five. <laughs> the answer is. All right, ding ding. We do have some experts here. There are three. Both Good wheels job. and the flywheel. Right, we well done. Three parts. Nice. Right. Yeah. Sure. My number had a three in it. All right. What's next? Here's one a little bit trickier. How many boots? How boots. many boots are According on the XR650? Oh, How many things called boots? Well, there's a spark plug oh, right is included. So spark plug boot. And there's going to be a uh, boot for, to the coil, right? Uh, or no, is that a boot? No, no, that's plugged no. in there. Yeah. Spark plug boot. The suspension. So two. The gators. Show me your boot. Yeah. <laughs> two gators. Is there one on the rear shock? No. No. No, there's a rear shock. Ah, uh, shit, that's a tough mm-hmm. one. Boots, spark plug boot, spark, uh, the coil boot. Are there boots on the? Should be a boot yeah, on the coil. thinking too. Um, 
Ooh. Oh, there should be mm. a boot covering the clutch, right? There's a boot covering the clutch. There's a boot covering the uh, the bleeders. Yeah, and there's a boot covering the, the, the clutch engagement pivot down at the bottom. We're going to say a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Give us a number. Give us a number. Because I realized oh, as okay, you... Okay. Yeah. So we've got the clutch. We've got the clutch engagement. We've got the... Uh, the um, spark plug boot. Yep. We've got the. Did we decide if there was a co- coil boot? I'm not sure if it's a plastic twist on or if it's actually a. Uh, I never messed with the coil. We need one. a number. We're working what? on it. Hey, <laughs> four. Busting my five. balls here. Se- seven. Take it easy. What do you guys want to go with? Seven, Let's go with seven. 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 All right. Sure. All right, knuckleheads. What about uh, the you guys want to go with uh, not seven? Mm. Let's go yes. eleven. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna yeah. go with not seven. I go eleven. I need a number. 11 rhymes. Mm-hmm. I'd seven. say 12. Let's go lower. 12. 1, 2, 3, 4. Okay. You guys need to get it together. John, give me right. a yeah, jo- John's 12. just the renegade leader. 12. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. 12. 12. Okay. What's the answer? To the answer is 9. Wow. wow. So, clutch, the, so, the two clutch ones, the yeah. spark plugs, then the front brake, front brake master cylinder, oh, yeah. rear brake caliper and master cylinder, mm. and yeah. two in the front forks. So, yeah. I, will, I will give that to the 650 owners. You guys keep right. going over. This is like price of r- prices, right? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. You guys are doing good. All right, here's, a, here's an easy one. This is, on a, this is a price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> How many sprockets? How many sprockets? One, okay, two, three. three. Right? Front, rear, and the uh, cam chain sprocket. Well, wouldn't, there, the, wouldn't there have to be two cam chain sprockets? No, no, bagel, you're not on our team. It's a thumper. So there's four right there. And what else will there be? <laughs> uh, there's the sprocket that drives the that comes off the uh, comes off the crank and turns the clutch. Oh, the counter. Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Is that an actual sprocket? sprocket? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a gear. It's a, <laughs> I mean, a sprocket and a gear. Oh, there's a, no. Yeah, there's right? no oil pump sprocket either. There isn't. Oh, shit. That's or a, is there one? That's a now, spiral pump. Just, in it. just yeah, to it's define a rotor pump. to define terms though, a sprocket is a gear that drives a chain, right? This is according yeah. to yeah. Bike Bandit. Yes. It's identified as a sprocket. That's what they identify yes. as. Mm. Yeah. Price is wrong. So, so front, countersap, <laughs> so rear wheel, rear <laughs> sprocket, countersap, sprocket, um, the two cam chain sprockets. Drive. The drive, the main sprocket. Are we counting those as two separate two cam sprockets? sprockets? They're like yes. toad. I'm saying sprocket. I'm saying four. Four. The wet sprocket. What's your number? What's your number? Four. Four. Look at you throwing right. up gang signs right. over there. Knuckleheads. Yeah, uh, fellow knuckleheads, you guys. Are, you I, guess, yeah. I, say uh, I say six. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a solid yeah. six. We're gonna run through the can, six. Can we yeah. spend the big two and a half? All right, Jim. What's six. the number? Well, I hope I hope that people are playing at home too while they're listening to the podcast and doing better than we are. Although Brother they're driving. Cat nailed it. It's four. Cam sprocket, crankshaft sprocket, transmission sprocket, and rear wheel sprocket. All right. What's next? Next is the how many cylinders. Cylinders. Things hmm. identified Ooh. as a cylinder. One, two. Front brake master. That's ridiculous. These master. questions are ridiculous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> answer it then. P- big, the big cylinder in the, the piston. Yeah. Isn't that going to be the same as the number of pistons? <laughs> there's uh, no. there's going to be brake caliper pistons. There's going to be a. Uh, yeah. The master. This is Wait the same. It's the minute. same as the the yeah. piston question. Okay, so we've got What's we've got front front master cylinder rear masters. Or Don't forget. What the about the? Do, is, do, do we have slaves? Cylinder in the engine. What about the pissed out? No. No. Okay. <laughs> two, three, and then. One, I think on just one piston. I'm saying five. I think one cylinder. One cylinder. There's actually one cylinder. 
All those other ones there's, are there's considered one pistons. Si- what about one, the intake uh, and one the brake cylinder? Yeah, but they, they but they call it a, a piston. Uh, the front and the rear piston. Okay, so, all right. So, okay, so brake, the brake cylinders and the main cylinder and the engine. Oh, give us a number. About, hold on, exhaust and intake. Give us a number. We're working on it. No, there is no um, exhaust or intake. Wait, so but they do call it a piston. Crush your mouth, child. The brakes. We're, we're calling. They're asking for cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's only. I think it's only one cylinder. Let's go with three. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a cylinder. All right. Either so one or three. Either one or three. Three for Doug. Which, come on. It's a cylinder head. Hold on. Give, if they give get us a number. You choose the number. Oh fuck me! If they get it right last time. Uh, if they get, get it wrong, do they I get have half sh- credit for one cylinder? <laughs> no, if he gets it wrong, he has to show us his cylinder. Oh, hold on. All right, Kat, pick, <laughs> pick a number. Uh, three. Okay, three. knuckleheads, how we many actually, cylinders are on the We're going to go with five. We have consensus this time. Five. Mm-hmm. Jim, what is the number? Good call. I can see this one coming up for uh, discussion. The answer I'm going to give is five. Oh. 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 The three that were identified by Doug Cat and Knock. <laughs> now, here's the debate. Front fork, one in each. All right, who's going to show us your cylinder? Those are the two that people... And last, but... Cylinder? Okay, this is the last question. Yeah, I'm debating that. Last, last yeah. it's a... According to Bike Band, it's referred to as a cylinder. Right. Well, technically, yeah, because it is a cylinder that a piston moves in. Yeah. All right. So, last, last one here. Last question for all the vomit. Hold on. Yes. Uh, the score right now is four to one. This one... This last one is worth 10 points. <laughs> we got this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bearing so question. Every question before this is totally it irrelevant. It didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bearing question. It's like a shootout. How many bearings will you find in the rear shock? Oh, oh I know this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> How many bearings? Oh, that's right. You guys don't play with your suspension, do you? No. In the rear shock. In the rear shock itself, or the shock, shock assembly, or the uh, the whole assembly. The whole, okay. On a the shock assembly. The swing arm? Not the swing arm. Not the swing arm. Two. And again, this is a stock bike, right? Five. Stock two, bike. Three, four. It should be five. Five. There's three in the linkage. One above. One, one below. below. The, 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 There's this thing. The triple thing. That's three. Explain oh, and then what you're doing. Explain what you're doing. Five. It six, looks seven. like you guys I are see a lot of hand off. gestures. Yeah, yeah, you just you just said this thing and made a diddling motion. Oh, yeah. that? Well, well the other thing looked like you were cupping three. somebody's yeah, yeah, balls. Yeah. Doug yep. was cupping yeah. the balls. <laughs> and not was stroking <laughs> the piston. <laughs> well, one top, so, one bottom, three in the linkage. So five? Five. Uh, okay. I think it's five. I think it's five. It's Knucklehead five. say... If it's just a shock assembly no, itself. The, as long as it's not a question. Call steel balls? Uh, What's that? Right. Does Bike Bandit call them steel balls or ball bearings? I have no idea. Uh, okay, okay. I, all right, we're going to go with four. They're sweaty. All right, four. All right, I think the uh, Supermoto clan has pulled it out. The actual number is seven, but yeah, it's a lot I closer than... Yeah, there's a lot more wow. than you realize when you start looking yeah. at it. So, hmm. well done, on side, Super Motards representing. So, what what are all the bearings? Then? Final final score fourteen to one. I don't know what all the bearings were in the <laughs> shop. I think, I think the main linkage has a bearing in each side. Yeah. Well, we started axles. doing bearings there's in total, bearings. and there's like roughly like twenty bearings in the whole bike. So yeah. that got a little <laughs> nuts. Yeah, there are. Yeah, I hope you guys like that game. That was a good game. Yeah, it was that was good. Yeah. It's called What it's, You Know. It's you funny because like good. I poured over the uh, the diagrams on uh, Bike Bandit too, looking in for names and stuff, and it could couldn't find certain parts because they were labeled like right. the wrong things. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I-, I was thinking y'all would get like, stuck on wheel. Yeah, well, like airbox is yeah. the air cleaner, right? Or switches. You know? so, switches is right. another good one. So, um, in California news, the uh, lane splitting bill is moving forward. Is that AB fifty one? Yeah. Yeah. So, just to kind of explain. Um, yes. You know, we lane split out here because it's not illegal. 
No, no, be, yeah, it's not illegal. But it's but not it's, legal either. But it's never no, been it's legal. legal. It's legal because it's not, because spe- it's not specifically illegal. stated it's well, illegal. Yeah. Yes, so, it's and not specifically written into the law. The, the issue right. that happened is that the CHP condoned it and actually had given guidelines on how to properly lane split. For like a but week. then a, yeah. <laughs> a civilian, a driver, not a rider, complained and said that the CHP did not have the right to write, write the law, basically. Yeah. Um, and so it's had to go to, I don't know, the people who make the, up this shit. The Iron Throne. One thing, <laughs> one thing about it. So it's moving forward. But the big thing here is that if this actually is like in print and legit, that just makes it that much easier for every other state yeah, to yeah, adopt it's it. It's totally legit. Yeah. Well, it's also a thing if you get hit by an, uh, somebody texting oh, on their phone, huge. changing lanes or something, mm-hmm. it will now make it something that we can actually fight in yes. court yeah yeah um also one small tidbit about this bill is that it does state you have to have both wheels in contact with the ground <laughs> Shit, which sucks <laughs> um well don't you already have to do that yes <laughs> yeah but it's doubly like wait is that oh wait a minute they could also get you for reckless driving while lanes no 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 this does not apply to like three-wheeled vehicles it does not so that's why they actually wrote that in so it does not apply to can-am spiders or anything so i can lane the can-am while doing a wheelie yeah or if you ride drive your car on two wheels you can squeeze in there maybe your car it has to be a vehicle that is deemed a motorcycle by code something something 500 of the vehicle manual something oh yeah you also have to responsibly lane split there was a video going around of some guys on harley's lane splitting and one of them Got too close to a like a minivan and on the left side and clipped the minivan, which then knocked them to the right oh, under the wheels it? of a semi. Oh, 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 I saw that one. Oh. I saw that one. And it's like, yeah, that was your bonehead move. Came I'm out. terrified of pinballing down yep. the freeway. Uh, yeah, yeah. California is crazy. That's why they man. say keep one, both wheels on the ground. Right? One one yeah. thing one thing about lane splitting Shocking. that I, I wanted to mention earlier when I was talking about Europe, out there, it is everywhere yes. everyone does it all the time in every possible way they can yep when i was in amsterdam uh, i think mopeds actually allowed to use the bike lanes yes so oh, like wow. anytime that there's a bike lane even that's separate from the road there's scooters well, on like well the 125 scooters all over that thing really just straight up scooters not, I, not just mopeds yeah yeah scooters wow. straight up scooters Liza, could you hand me my water yo and i think there's a restriction on bigger bikes but scooters are almost certainly allowed to use that oh interesting Cal- but, california's crazy man they smoke weed and they drive and, between cars and but for the people who are debating if lane splitting should be illegal again i just want to remind the riders who don't want to do it that you don't have to yeah, yeah. yeah. And one, I, w- I would also want to recommend to our listeners uh, because this is this is a really important bill. Uh, if you are in California, please look up your California State Assembly member and I think also your California State Senator because I think the bill has to go through both houses. Uh, and please, please, please contact them, send them an email, give them a call, and urge them to vote yes on this bill because your advocacy for this will make it happen. And we yeah. need the public to support this legislation. So calling your, your legislators, your, again, that's your California Assembly member and your California State Senator, and ask them to support AB 51. One preach, thing. Bagel, Wait. preach, brother. Yes. One thing yes. that I also want to point out is passed. even if you don't have an air-cooled bike, people are air-cooled. Um, so yes. being on a motorcycle in 140 
whatever degree weather in leathers if you're wearing protective equipment it it's not just going to be your bike overheating it's also a danger it yeah. will reduce your reaction time it will reduce your ability to cope in a high stress situation yes it is better to be moving not only for your bike but also for your safety and your well-being as a person yep so that's yeah. one of the main reasons that I like lane splitting is because I get heat stroke at like 80 degrees. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it gets hot even in places like Minnesota and you know New Hampshire in the summer. So every state could use this and yeah, benefit riders. Definitely. So I've been passing around something for everyone to see here. Um, this something is also kind of new news. Harley, huh? This is a new Harley Davidson that's coming out now. This do people is, say we hate Harley Davidson? Not custom. This is your is your printer out of toner or is it yes, pink? Yes. So no, it's an orange bike. <laughs> okay. So this is the new XG 750R flat track. Okay, hold on. It it specifically, looks good. yeah. Specifically, this is for the flat track racing. It's not for the public, as I understand. Well, it's specifically developed for flat. Track. This is using you know the Indian made Harley that they came in a, in a 500 and 750. Yeah. This really? is so they're using that engine. Okay. Really. And building this bike. It's an Indian made Harley. Hmm. Uh, Indian, India. like Indian, like India. India. It looks a lot like the bikes Mert Lawwell was building a few years ago. <laughs> you know, um, his street track, uh, his race bikes. I want to see what you guys think of this. Is this like new? This new look of Harley. I've always liked the way those things. Do you, I like it. Sucks because like I can't badass. get one. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't yeah. you get one? Because it it's like not available for public, according to Knock. Yep. Uh, well, but, no, but, they're they're bringing it to the public. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's yet, it, it says it's strictly for race competition and yeah. will not be offered for sale at this time. There you go. Oh, at boy. this time. At this time. Yeah. But um, I love. I love. I mean, I love this, and it does remind me of you know the heyday like the Evil Knievel mm -hmm. bikes. This is a good looking bike. The only thing is if you actually like zoom in and look at the components, like the rear swing arm. It doesn't have like, a shock, right? Uh, oh, it does. It looks like Chinesium. It looks <laughs> cheaply made. Super small. Like yeah. just the chain strong. adjuster looks like the one off of Rebecca's 1980s Nighthawk <laughs> 250. I was just going to say it looks just like a Nighthawk 250 chain adjuster. It does. Um, the ribs so look pretty cool. They made a beautiful bike, but you can see that by going with the, this Indian-made um, well, cheaper bike. They're making something affordable. But here's a debate, and this is what I want to get everyone's opinion. Um, Harleys are very expensive. Sure. And now they're making bikes for the that are affordable for newer riders. That uh, you know that I know that the, the a lot of the Harley riders don't accept these. But I, I want to see what you guys here in the room think. Do you think this is pretty badass and cool? Okay. Well, first yeah. of all, I think, it's uh, cool. I, I think this is a race purpose uh, purposely built bike for racing. So it's you can't really say this is you know what the public is going to get. Yeah. Even the swing arm. I mean. Those swing arms are skinny, and the frame is skinny like that for a reason because they, they want to make them super light, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got right side up if, forks. If it you know. becomes available to the street, is this something y'all would consider? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd totally After about it. five totally. years, maybe get a yeah. one that costs half as much. Yeah, maybe. or build your own. Well, I think that I mean the the part that you brought up about them making it cheaply and making it more accessible to the public. Everything about Harley is expensive. Their shoes, their patches, <laughs> their name tags, whatever yep. you want to buy from them, it's triple priced. Yeah. Yeah. So if they could make something that's actually affordable, I think that their brand could stand to benefit from it. Granted, 
everything on Harley's break anyways, so <laughs> you might oh, as you're gonna well. get some shit for that. We got an I international so. listen there. Like, would, like other motorcycles don't break. Oh, well, uh, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> that's the thing is, as every beginner bike, every so Ninja 250s, Nighthawk 250s, GZ 250s, every every beginner bike out there, it's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But, but once well, you start breaking it, and we're, we're calling them affordable and not cheap. Okay, but, yeah. yeah. So an affordable bike, the bolts are gonna be rusty. The things are gonna go wrong with it. But that's the good thing about the the beginner affordable bikes the only is thing, you will yeah. learn to wrench on it. You'll learn the benefit of replacing the parts with higher uh, higher quality parts and what parts you need like steel versus anodized versus whatever you want to put on your bike okay, what benefits you and how you can replace yeah. it the comment, the comment i would make if, if harley's <laughs> going to do an, an entry-level priced bike this isn't an entry-level bike right so if they're going to do something inexpensive why wouldn't they do something more entry-level it, is, no, this, yeah. say, is this an entry-level bike it, it, it sure doesn't look yeah. entry-level it does not look entry-level right no, so why no. would they go cheap do we on know what the, say, what the cost of this thing is all depends on the price well i mean we're all oh, speculating yeah. that no, this no, thing might but, even come but I mean, they like, but they did they they do have the street yeah. 500 and the yep. street 750 that are entry-level bikes but the which are, which that platform is based on right which i think are available for sale they're just shunned by the harley community well, okay, so now I'm going to put a little twist on this. So this is kind of interesting. So Harley's got this flat track racing bike. Well, guess who else is getting into the game? Indian. Yamaha? Indian. Alta. Mm. Indian is coming out with a flat tracking Does bike, it looks too. like it's from the 1940s? Um, no, I, haven't, I have, actually haven't seen that. But here's the thing. Flat tracking is growing very <laughs> big right now. <laughs> so um, this is what's interesting. Flat tracking for the past 70 years has been, you know, guys with mullets on cheap bikes out there just risking their lives for fun. <laughs> and now suddenly it's, Especially be- the mullets. it's drawing a lot of attention mm. and becoming very popular. I mean, I'm sure Michelle DeSalvo appreciate that cool, comment. Man. It's cool. It's not that hard to do. You got indoor flat track. You got outdoor flat track. It doesn't need a lot of space. You don't need a huge not, track. Not that don't hard need a lot in of the money. sense in sense that it's accessible. I mean, because it's fucking hard. <laughs> flat track. Yeah, accessible. Yeah. Um, you had last year the X Games added um, flat tracking. Um, you've got a lot of like MotoGP riders are getting into flat tracking. Sure. To learn how to handle the bike See, better. Learn that off season. Well, when people say the people that race it, they say it's a shitload of fun. Well, and it's yeah, a it looks like a shitload of fun, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, a lot of professional riders from other um, you know, mediums are coming into it, also. Oh, yeah, uh, the uh, Super Prestigio in Europe or in Spain, where the uh, Mark Marquez is at. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, Valentino yeah. Rossi got into it. Mm-hmm. So now that you know that flat tracking is affordable and it's it's attainable to do we we know we have uh flat trekking races or sac- sacramento mile stuff like that yeah. right if this harley is affordable how i mean this is an in you know entry into racing well okay see well, the thing is with this particular bike is they're also competing with uh with the kawasaki the 650r mm-hmm. so like if you can't get the harley you could probably get the 650r which is you know more readily available and exists you know you could buy your own frame and, and buy a crate motor or whatever you want to do or an ebay motor um yeah well don't a lot of the sportsters make good flat trackers 
you have to you yeah, have to build heavy. into one. Yeah, you, to, you can't just take a regular bike and really do it. I yeah. mean, you have to. I feel like that's the same thing. Unless with you're every other bike, you, like you can't yeah. just take <laughs> well, I mean, a normal bike to go flat tracking. You have to make alterations to a lot of things and change it up to make it personal and like what, what works for you. So. I know that they do a lot of swing arm adjustments, um, possibly rim size changes, brake changes, um, changing possibly from chain drive to belt drive because rocks and shit. I know about that. And then... Suspension, I imagine. So Yeah, a lot of suspension and handlebar ergonomics, just like you do with your bike on the road. Yeah. Things like that. And then uh, different guards on places so that shit doesn't get kicked up into into places i just think it's exciting seeing this happening and you know um you guys why i mean the reason you all got your ttrs is so you could learn how to slide and do this stuff right gorilla flat track pretty much yeah Uh, i think flat tracking is going to be the new well but you know it's going to be the new old old new we can also because people like roland sands are building those bikes like roland Roland sands designs indian flat track that thing looks badass (laughs) yes so you talk about what's hot right now and what's popular when roland sand is building bikes like that and plus it looks Ooh, what, what was, was that? that? The mobile party. Oh, no, cars going by. That was a Scooby Doo dance party. Okay, but so it'd be fun to go to Vegas and watch. They do the the super hooligan flat track down in we Vegas. Need, we, we should go check that. I think it all comes in waves, you know. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a time where there's it's gonna be big and then it's gonna mellow down again. It's gonna be big well, again. It's kind of like the chopper. So, and I think that like the style is gonna come out too. And in, in the next few years, this the the more street trackers around. Yeah, the yeah. more street trackers, I, I, the more reduced, probably. minimal. Let me ask you all this: so, so, so Harley's coming out with this bike. It looks pretty badass. What about the electrics? Are the electrics gonna come into this Ooh. into oh, this field tracks? and blow them away? Flat, flat tracks. tracks. Well, they already oh, have. Uh, in some, well, if you look at some of the indoor well, flat tracks, well, they're supposed to have yeah. amazing torque. Right? I think oh, yeah. they're yeah. gonna start coming up and blowing people out of the water when they can figure out the weight issues. Other yeah. than, other Power than that, because yeah. in flat tracking, everything's about being light and being agile and being the quickest to be able to pit and maneuver and do what you need to do. You like, should be able to take batteries out. You yeah, don't it, need a you, lot of batteries should, for you short should, runs. You should just need one battery probably yeah. to, to do a, fl- a run. Well, you don't need to be riding it for nine hours. You once, well, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's, once they they make a specialized bike because you're going to have to have a bike that doesn't have room for the other batteries, so it's only able to be flat tracked, which, I mean... Is what the other bikes being raced are, but I don't see a demand for it yet. Once they well, make a demand for it, it they'll probably come up. And how much? Yeah, I think how much true. gear changing happens on a small indoor track? Would you say? I mean, you whatever get up to works. Gears, yeah, like second or just you whatever like works for them. Shifting back and yeah. forth. Well, it we depends on really how your gear. Track. Well, we were watching that flat track. Maybe we went to the yeah, Clubman show. They, they were in shifting. And those Altas were kicking everybody's ass. Well, with an electric bike without with having gears bike. on it, you're just you know you're it just holding the throttle. I mean. It's, that, it's a constant shifting. velocity shifter, right? But that electric no, no, Alta was no, there's no using every bike there. Yeah, so it's there's it's no, uh, there's no gears. There's a drive gear and a, and a yeah. main, a primary, and a secondary That's gear. That's what I'm saying. So per se, but it's there's no it's go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you just say per se? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we can actually we yeah. can bring this up. I told you, next, toddler stage, man. We can bring this up next week when our guests are the guys from Alta. Hmm. That'd be cool to ask them. Bagel, what did you have? I was well, I was going to say we could talk to Zero and see if they thought about doing flat track bikes. Well, we're, we'll talk to the Alta guys next we're, week. We'll talk to them too. They will be here. <laughs> so um, the other thing I wanted to mention, um, 
We had this. Looks like <laughs> a sport bike and a, a, a scooter. Like ended up at a bar together <laughs> and went home. And then fast forward nine months, and then there's this. It's well, like a, one a of those tricky desert. sport scooters so, that you wave at, and a, then an you're like, oh wait, scooter. shit. <laughs> it was a bar in Barstow. I'll give Don Short credit for this. He sent this to us. Okay, so y'all, Honda has come up with this concept off-road adventure scooter. It's like uh, the BMW GS meets a scooter. That's exactly what it looks like. That's slightly distressing. How big is the I engine? I love Honda, but they always do the combos that nobody wants. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking in the states. Why? Like, <laughs> well, no, because like you got to think about. There's a bigger market than the American market. You know, that probably really has play somewhere <laughs> in, in Europe yeah, like or Pakistan. In Asia. Well, I think that was made in Indonesia, wasn't it? It's, uh, possibly. It's got this light system thing on the front that looks like they just kind of Frankenstein it. That's kind of cool. I don't know. I see. Okay, I see a license plate mount in the front, so this is probably some Asian country. It looks like a legit thing that could be used, but I feel like they need to refine the. Okay, so bagel. What are the advantages, and what? Where do we draw the line between the scooter and bike? What is the? What is separating? Why do we need to have lines, man? Because I, mean, I need a yeah, line because no. I told you I need to know who to wave to or not. You need to wave to everybody. <laughs> That's what I keep oh. saying. So, no, you don't so listen seriously, to me. why is this defined as a scooter? What defines well, this? probably the fact that it is an automatic transmission, first of all. Okay. Um, what size wheels does it have, did it say? It looks like 16. Like three. Eights. The big. Maybe four. But they they're they're not full size motorcycle wheels from what it looked like. They it looks like they're probably they're tubeless off road. Thir- are they thirteen inch wheels though? Or no, they're no, actually no, bigger. No, they it looks like bigger than that. Sixteen, seventeen. They? Okay, they look like sixteen. Uh, but it has a semi step through design, if I remember correctly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so those two things probably are why they badged it as a scooter rather than a motorcycle, because not a lot of motorcycles are step through, and a lot of and a lot of motorcycles are automatic. So I'm kind of thinking on an adventure bike like this, having the weight lower and an automatic if if it's a very reactive bike i could see some advantages sure don't you all mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah Wait, um what is a step through motorcycle i want to go well, back to that scooter what, well like, it has which it, what actual motorcycle okay. has been oh. remember when jim jim from jim cycles was here <laughs> yeah. he was on that new scooter <laughs> yeah. Jim cycles. and it was sort of a step through but it, it, it was like a halfway up because it wasn't a full um, foot. So is that an actual base. motorcycle labeled nope, that's as? that's a scooter. Okay, so what is it's a an, motorcycle that is a step-through? Yeah, like, Liza's Duke is that, not a step-through. Yeah, that, that, is, <laughs> that is an interesting question. <laughs> there there were, there were yeah. a few motorcycles back in like the 30s, I think, that had a step-through design that were mm-hmm. that were called were motorcycles, motorcycles. Because there were okay. no scooters back then. Not like the Honda Passport? Um, Liza. Uh, Liza the, milita- like the Militaire, I believe. That Virgil... Uh, from the, the Civil War? No, from the Solvang <laughs> Museum. Had it the quail. Ah, uh, okay. I think the military was. So, okay. uh, but I'm I'm curious though. I mean, this is just a concept scooter, but uh, looks aside, it, yeah. I mean, you know, we talk about um, the GS1200, great bike to do a lot of stuff. But then there's people say, oh, I don't really want to take it on the dirt. It's just way too heavy. You know. So yeah. is this something that you could actually? Do river crossings, Probably. do a hill climb, well, and it's easier to handle with a lower yeah. weight. What as about long as the wheelbase was high enough. That's the thing that the I see up. with a lot of scooters is yeah. there's a really short wheelbase, and there's no, tr- there's Clearance. very little travel, and that yeah, would be exactly. my main the problem with taking it off-road. So clearance. You're, you're talking about clearance? Like, clearance. Clearance. Clearance, yeah, clearance. clearance is the yeah. issue. Yeah. So, Liza, let me ask you and this. this has it, yeah. If you were going to go back to Pakistan, would you take the 125 Honda, or would you take the scooter? What do you think would be better in the Pakistan environment? Well... 
when I was over there, I chose to ride the CG125 street bike because that's what they ride. I wanted to have that experience. But, you know, I'm now drawing a parallel back to the versus conversation. Do we really want something that's easier? No. Easier it, for what? It, it looks depends. Like, well, it looks like the Super Duke. If it's something, the Honda Elite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really does. If it's something that can make it so that riders who normally wouldn't be able to ride um, due to physical restrictions or just emotional, like they got in an accident, they're not ready to get on on a full fledged bike. If it's something that can get those riders out on the road, hell yes, we should make it. E we should give them options that are easier to ease them either into riding or back into it. Yep. I think that that's a very viable option, and not everybody wants to be challenged at every step of the way. Right. However, and some people do, and I, think, I know uh, that people like us kind of kind of do. Yeah. I think it's a super practical people mover. I mean, yeah. if you live in some countries where the roads aren't really all that great, and you, you know, and you live in a somewhat rural area, and it, an adventure kind of uh, scooter might be helpful There's because a spot yeah. for your kid in between your knees. It doesn't. It doesn't look like that's how it's being built, though. Right. Or at least not. That's not how it's being sold around here. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. The, that's the true. Press I mean, in a lot of there. countries, people just can't afford to have cars, and they ride a motorcycle yeah. just because that's what they can do. They might yeah. not be well, the best yeah. riders, well, and, and but that's that, their only option. That was that was why I saw so many scooters uh, with the with, with the learner tag on it in yeah. London. Mm -hmm. Is because you can ride that without your license. Right. So, okay. like, you just need a learner's permit, which is much easier to obtain because the license was so expensive. That's why there were so many people because mm -hmm. everyone was commuting on that. Yeah. Because they couldn't, they didn't, didn't have their license yet or couldn't afford it. Right. You know, as I'm looking at this, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna flip here and say, you know what? I think I would rather have this in Pakistan. It has a big seat. Looks very comfortable. It's got a high, um, <clears throat> high clearance. It, um, it looks rugged and tough and easy to ride. What is this called, Liza? What is this? Um, a Honda what? Does it have a called? cup holder? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's a Supra GTR 150. Oh, cool. It's a 150, so it'll, yeah, it'll Sup move. Supra GTR 150, <laughs> based on the CBR 150R. Okay. Huh. I'm laughing at it, but... Uh, I'm kind of liking this. Yeah, if I mm -hmm. if I was if I were to go back to India and actually moto tour it, I would take that over a Royal Enfield any day, even if it looks hilarious. Like that would be a fantastic <laughs> bike for like like, yeah. at, like you know any anywhere where you're not going to necessarily have roads that are as reliable as as we have here, yeah. and like where I want to just like squirt around weird traffic, that kind of thing. Also, just uh, in terms of logistics, you're going to have more variable variability with foot and leg and ass positioning. Yeah. So if you're doing long hours and also just storage, it looks like you can have some luggage racks on it. You can store some extras. It's It, it looks like it would be a viable option for a not off-road tourer, but a shitty road tour <laughs> yeah like like yeah. Up, in, up in the himalayas and like yeah uh, yeah Where still i'm still roads, laughing at it rough. it looks really stupid yeah you but know it would be it would be great mm -hmm. I, i'm just gonna call the future right now i think the future we're all going to be riding electric motorcycles and scooters which will then eventually just turn into electric scooters you're gonna have to pry that <laughs> thumper from my cold dead yeah. hands. You know? yes uh, there's gonna be a, a holdout of people who are Scoured, scowled at. Well, it's by yeah, people's, people's you're gonna fossil be, fuels. I don't think we want to prioritize. There, there are still cars so. that people drive <laughs> yeah. from the 30s. You know, they see them on the no street. So there's going to be gasoline-powered vehicles for a long. Doug, time. Doug, you're going to be that guy still Dumb using, guy. still using the single-speed 
plug-in drill with a three-eighths chuck. <laughs> You're going to be that guy. <laughs> Those things are freaking awesome. <laughs> no, they are. No, no batteries or anything. Sparks, sparks come flying out of it. When yeah. I'm not no. using your plasma no, cor- drill. Cor- <laughs> I love Mom, cordless, cordless is great for some things, but sometimes that is the right tool for the yeah. job. When you yep. need torque. We yeah. could use one of those egg beaters instead. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Back we'll in see. my day. <laughs> um, hey, a quick announcement. Uh, this week I am going to be um, on the Walking Dead cast. So, um, so confession, uh, the, the reason that I contacted the production company to get on the show Ride with Norman is because I heard it announced on the Walking Dead cast. And that's my favorite podcast nice. about the Walking Dead. And when they announced it in their news, that kind of give me the little thought bubble hmm maybe I should contact them so the, the Walking Dead cast is that a show run by AMC or is it just a bunch it is of goofs not. sitting around mm-hmm. in there? Uh, they're actually not goofy it's uh, Jason and Karen and it's the leading I think it's the best um, Walking Dead podcast um, They he also like moderates a lot of the comic con stuff when they're mm-hmm. making appearances um, and the, the Walking Dead cons so uh, um, it's it's a good podcast. Also, when we started doing our podcast, I, I started developing uh, segments on our cast because I was kind of taking a cue from them that they do segments. Um, so it's my favorite podcast about The Walking Dead. So I will be on that talking about the experience uh, do it filming Ride with Norman. Sweet. So you can check that out. If we want to look it up, is it just called The Walking Dead cast? The Walking Dead cast. Awesome. Exactly. Knock. You had an announcement you would like to make. Yeah, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun times here on the radio or on the podcast and talking. On the radio show? On the old radio <laughs> show, but uh, I want to just get a little bit serious for a moment and, uh, and um, say my deepest, most sincere condolences to the folks mm-hmm. that were killed in Orlando uh, last weekend. Yeah. Um, ideally, like a nightclub like that is, is kind of a sanctuary and a bit of a safe spot for uh, the LGBT community. And uh, this garage is sort of kind of like that. Would you say is a little bit of a safe spot for LGBTQ? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could come yeah. on down here and uh, be who you are and uh, talk about bikes. Unless you're missing a bolt on your bike, then <laughs> then Liza will berate you from the moment <laughs> you show up. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We won't really make. We'll make fun. The only one we'll make fun of you is uh, as as uh, what you're riding. Really. I was going to say this <laughs> is more of are. a safe spot for normals. Yeah. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. Because we're all yeah. a bunch of freaks. Yeah. And yeah. misfits, and the normal shove and go ooh. Yeah. It's like we won't hurt you. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's in. true. I mean, when people roll up, they're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> Motorcycles. There's a bunch of shit. people in their underwear in yeah. a baby pool. Kitty <laughs> 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 pool. And Liza that had must the, have been uh, a heavy sight. And, for a, some and a little today. black bug dragging its ass on the ground. <laughs> well, then you had that wooden cow that was kind of spraying water up out of its ass, <laughs> but it made a nice little mist. Yes. I stood in that for a while. So and yes, thank you for saying that and Kat you wanted to add to that yeah um, one thing that I was really proud of um, through horrific tragedy like this uh, it provides the opportunity for people to become the best people that they can be in an instance uh, unfortunately the uh, a specific church that everyone hates because they're basically What's the whisper of it's a, bullshit church. I, okay, so I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but sorry. The Westboro Baptist Church um, showed up to the funerals to protest because apparently these people who were slaughtered inhumanely and needlessly don't deserve to be in heaven, and they feel the need to tell that to their families. Um, they showed up to the funerals, and the community. Uh, specifically of a lot of bikers showed up and made a, a wall 
and actually they ran. Wasn't the, that the that, Westboro, is cool. that is cool shit. The Westboro Baptist Church actually ran because they nice. became petrified of the show of support yeah. in the community. Yeah. Cool. Patriot Guard, sorry. Uh, yeah. The Patriot Guard of Florida, I think. Oh, nice. Those guys, they, guys, right. those guys are cool. They're around here, too. Yeah, there are to do with that many chapters. And, yeah, and it's it's something that you don't want to have to come into a situation where you have to be forced to be that person, but in that situation, they did the best they could with the hand that they were dealt and making people feel... I think that's rad. ...that yeah. they were... Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It, and I, I wanted to quickly give, um, you know... Uh, Congratulations to John for sticking with his project and getting it done. And also, you know, I think it's really cool because to me, John Dalton here is the epitome of what the Recycle Program was was meant to be. You come, you put in your time, you help other people, you wash bikes in your underwear, and then <laughs> you are given a project bike to fix up, and you stick with it and you persevere, and you get help from others to problem solve it, and when you're done, you have a running bike. Yeah. So I love, I'm very proud that you, you did it, you stuck with it, yeah, you yeah. earned it. And I just wanted you to quickly share your DMV story from last week. So that's a lesson that everyone learns. Ooh, now are you talking... The first time you went to the DMV. Oh, okay. What did they tell you? From the very beginning or recently? Oh, I recently. bumped into this Yeah, because I've been through all this shit. So, and, and it, this was an out-of-state bike <laughs> yeah, that you had the signed paperwork mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. And you went to the DMV with your signed paperwork, and what did they say? They said, uh, after I went through everything, they said, uh, nope, you can't do it because there's no emission sticker. <laughs> and, did you go to Capitola DMV? Um, I did. First they mistake. Told, they told the same thing to me right. um, due, due to the emissions issues. Yeah, and, and so I was, I was pissed off, and I got back, and I was like, fuck. And so I took took the battery cover off, set it over, and then was about to detach my battery. And if you have a Yamaha Virago XV750 from 1981, <laughs> the emission sticker is on the inside of the uh, <laughs> of the side the, cover. Of the, of the side cover. So sometimes it's, it's under a seat. Sometimes it's right. on a swing arm. And mm -hmm. I guess the DMV around here is uh, the, and and even when I looked online, they said it's on the frame. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody <laughs> said it's on the frame, yeah. but it, it, it can be other places. Yeah. So. Also, if you're gonna chop something up, save that shit. Is yeah. this because <laughs> yeah. a lot of people chop those? This uh, is the sticker that says this vehicle meets or exceeds the VOC. Yeah, California. Cetera, cetera. And his bike is California bike. Yeah, and I, and I was and uh, Emma was working on it. And she's like, let's just take these emission things off. <laughs> but I was like, it has emissions hoses, and they're like, uh, well, it, you know, it has to have the sticker. I'm like, so uh, it was originally yeah. California. Someone took it out of state. Yeah, it, yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah. The your bike is, well, said for. Uh, well, it, 40, it said that it meets the California standards. 49 states standards. and California. It had yeah. the end California, and that's what you needed here. Right. But the lesson learned here is you went back the next day, and what happened? Um, I, I showed him where it was, and then she says, oh, I'm sorry, my mistake. I didn't know. Thank you for showing me. And then she gave me a number to where I didn't have to wait all the way from cool. the beginning. Went through, just right through, and then I got my plates. Yay! Yay! No longer riding dirty. I mean, no longer... Not riding dirty. <laughs> so the lesson here, and a lot of us, I know Doug and I have encountered this, and maybe others. Um, if you go to the DMV and they tell you that you can't do something or something is the law, you got to persevere. It's not go to always a different true. DMV. Yeah. <laughs> go to do, do different DMV, or go do your research and get the answer and print out the paperwork, or 
get a different person, but yep. it's not always true. And I've had them yep. tell me yep. it's the law. And I went to another DMV and said, oh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention this. They said, oh, no, you can't do this. You have to go to the manufacturer, have them print out the, the VIN 1981 number. 1981 Yamaha. Yeah, oh the God. VIN number and whether or not it meets California emissions. So I called Yamaha dealerships. They're like, we don't have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know? One so, thing anyway, to note thing is to that the DMV workers are... Um, they don't want their asses on the line for giving yeah. a plate right. out to a vehicle that's not under emissions. So when yeah, a yeah. cop pulls you over, you're being a hooligan on a bike that is plated in California that you somehow skirted through the system. They actually document that and go back and fuck over the DMV workers. Mm, so wow. keep in mind that it's not that they're trying to be assholes. It's just that they want to keep their jobs and feed their Oh, yeah. I never too. wanted to yeah. throw them under the yeah. bus, but it was just you yeah, know, no. my own personal but experience because I would hate their job. It's totally okay. easy to do. So just they go through a lot. <laughs> be people. They're people. Be right. nice. Right. But, Absolutely. But I, but I will say that that whole thing is based entirely on bureaucratic bullshit. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had my, my Cannonball Vespa. It was the sold here in California originally. Originally California bike. It had been totaled and, you know, my bought as a salvage bike, so I had it repainted with new parts and everything. So the glove box that had the sticker on it was replaced with and had no sticker on it when it, you know, it was when it was new because it was repainted and everything. And, you know, rode it around, no problem. Then I took it out to Pennsylvania for a year, had it registered out there. Then I brought it back to California. And when I brought it back to the DMV, I had to go through the whole line and inspection. And they're like, oh, where's your emission sticker? I don't see an emission sticker. I can't give find sign your paperwork with that emission sticker. I'm like, dude, it was a California bike. What right. the hell do you want? And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Go and like buy another sticker and put it on to placate you? Is that going to make you happier? <laughs> and so what I just did, I just went back the next day, got somebody else, and oh, psh, right through, no problem. No, no, yeah, they didn't talk yeah, about yeah, the sticker. Yeah. Yeah, so take a picture of it. Good, good lesson. Mm -hmm. Then the other thing to a good lesson is that John went to the internet and started searching forums. You have to remember that every, almost every model of bike or scooter is gonna have a forum mm. that there to help you. There's gonna be a place where all and, the nerds congregate. And if it's not, if it's not, if it's not specific to your bike, it may be specific to your region or specific to your mm -hmm. style of riding, mm -hmm. like Supermoto there's, or ADV or. There's even yeah, like the, 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 forum. Yeah. I was gonna say the thing that I was stuck on for, you know, we were all stuck on for like 26 weeks. Uh, <laughs> I just helped somebody out either in Canada or UK. And then, you know, they're super stoked, you know, because yeah. there's those little cool. things that about the, that specific model that, that you guys can, that everybody can share yeah. with each Yay other. Yay, forums. Uh, quick announcement. Um, yums. Knock and I are going to be at the AMA Vintage Days. Oh, we Woo. are? We are. We are. <laughs> July 8th, 9th, and 10th. Hi. And we're going to be with uh, Phil and the Cleveland Moto guys. Yay. Uh, we haven't set uh, a time or place yet, but we're going to arrange some sort of a meetup. So hopefully people can come find us there. And I know I'm excited because uh, our own Alan Smith is going to be uh, there on the 10th doing the Better Fuel Economy Ride, cool. the challenge. So, um, yeah, I'm going to do the one the week before with uh, Electric Terry here in Hollister and then we're going to go over to Ohio and do the other Better Challenge ride. We're also uh. going to a thing on the f on the weekend of the 4th, correct? Uh, yeah, we're show. doing some dirt. 
And uh, yeah, oh, July Fourth okay. is a Monday. Let's do yeah. Hollister. Yeah, right on. it's gonna be nice and cool down there. <laughs> so make sure you bundle up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cold last time I was there. And then Mike and some of the gang are going to a show. Mike, where are you going? Uh, we're gonna go. <clears throat> we're going down to Born Free Eight. We're going to rub, 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 Born rub, Eight Free <laughs> in uh, Orange County next week. Uh, we'll be leaving on Thursday. If anybody wants to what's come and ride date? down You'll with us, what's the date? You'll be there. Fuck. What's the What's the date next? <laughs> Fuck's sake. He's doing the math on his fingers. No, oh, no, on, on his Apple Watch. It's the twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so we're leaving on the twenty third. We're camping down in Lake Lopez, and then. Uh, Thursday night, and then we're driving from Lake Lopez to um, Lake Irvine in Orange County on the 24th uh, for the show, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Who are you taking with you? Uh, Rebecca is coming here on my old bike, uh, Black Betty, which mm -hmm. is now her bike. Um, Mary's coming. Jake is going to go. We're going to meet up with Trevor Yee uh, from the Jixer. It's going to be Mike and the ladies. Yeah, it's going to be me. I'm a ladies man. You know Wait, what I'm saying? Is Trevor ladylike? Not He's really. got long hair. Okay, yeah. Hair. Mike and the ladies. Yeah, so Tre Trevor's <laughs> going to meet us down at the show. Uh, Larry from Creative Writing oh, Podcast. Oh, yeah, hey. he's going to meet us down there and hang out. And uh, and you're going to look for Imogen there. Yeah, I'm going to look for Imogen. Oh, cool. I'm going to see um, if she wants to you know, give us a recap on the, you know. Yeah, and you're going to have your Norman video Radio camera show. and be doing some videos. Yeah, so what I plan on doing is um, I'm going to try to keep the, the YouTube page kind of uh, current and up to date mm -hmm. with what we're doing because uh, we do stuff outside of the garage, and this is one of them. Um, so I've been doing some research, and, and I'm going to try to get uh, some interviews with some of the, the builders. And some of them this year is going to be Roland Sands is going to be down there. He was mm -hmm. on the Norman Reedus show. Cool. I'll ask him some stuff about uh, his time on the show and his bike. Is uh, like you guys were talking about that tracker before? He made a uh, KTM 690 uh, yes. tracker last year. It was it's incredible, beautiful. unbelievable looking bike. I mean, it's it's beautiful. And then uh, the one that he's gonna put in this year is called the um, two stroke. What is it called? I, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. Two stroke I love attack. It already. It's a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got to see this thing. It's uh, I'll tell you what it is. I'm sure you're cool. going to bring back pictures, right? Oh, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do like a normal kind of born free video just for everybody and, you know, what we did and us having fun. And then I'm also going to get interviews with all the builders and stuff like that and, and put up little clips from the interviews. And Cool. Cool. How can people find our YouTube videos? Uh, they can just uh, just type in recycle, re-dash cycle garage on uh, on YouTube, and you'll come right to all of our videos, which are recaps of every uh, week what we do, our rides, um, our events, our chariot racing, if you don't know what that is, watch it. <laughs> yes. And uh, are you looking at the bike? Uh, yeah. The yeah. KTM? That Dude, thing's tell just me. dripping sex. No, the, on the, the two fucking believable. Yeah, I can see Dude, that Roland, Let me tell you the bike, this two-stroke attack that he's, that he's going to... I can't wait to see this bike in, in the flesh. <laughs> just the welds on the exhaust are so, turning me on. So, you know, Roland Sands is a racer, uh, ex-racer or mm -hmm. still racer, and, and uh, also worked in machine shop. So, I mean, you could see that on his bike at this show because the bike is literally Roland Sands. It's a... It's a, uh, a GP bike. It's a uh, Yamaha TZ250 frame, mm -hmm. which he completely rebuilt. And then he's got a uh, Yamaha RD400 uh, motor, two-stroke. Oh. Wow. It kind of like jammed into the front of it, and he pulled off the engine mounts, and he built his own mounts, and kind of the, the design of the bike is based around. So you could see this bike online, too. At, uh, it's called the two-stroke attack rolling sands. And just check out the builders cool. um, from Born Free, because these guys work all year round. And... Um, 
real quick, the, this this one guy JP uh, from last year. I, me and Mary met her, his mom, because she was like this, just like normal mom in this kind of biker mm-hmm. thing, <laughs> just standing there by herself. Sure, she had a nice biker vest mom. That's on. A thing. No, she had like a vest on, and she was just like really nice and sweet looking, kind of out of place at this bar we're at, Cold Cook's Corner. And uh, I said to Mary, I was like, Mary, go talk to that lady because she, you know, just maybe, you know, whatever. We go over and we talk to her and, she, and, and, and t- come to find out her son just won the People's Choice Challenge. Yay. And wow. it was his bike. We were just biking. You never know who you'll meet. Yeah. So I want to talk to JP about his uh, his uh, bike because he had these Frazetta paintings he so, put on it. It was incredible. So if somebody's going to the Born Free show, how can they find you? I'll have a Recycle Garage uh, shirt on. It'll be a blue shirt with our circle and wings, uh, my big, fat, bald head. And uh, a bunch of ladies with me. There is no circle on that. I just want to point that out. Whatever. Look for the uh, the badges. <laughs> it's with the recycle uh, triangle. Yeah. With the uh, tire and wings, and you're gonna have a banner there too. Yeah, we're gonna have a banner, but I mean, it won't be up in the show because we're in, we don't have like a, a spot, so it'll be okay. up at our campsite. Cool. But if you see recycle anywhere, just come up to us and talk to us for motorcycles and misfits. And cool. You know. Well, I wanted to take this opportunity to thank all of our new listeners who just found us and. For joining us but i especially want to thank our old listeners because i know sometimes when we're getting uh, messages or emails these are names I've, I've been hearing for a long time sheila and it's really cool that they've been sticking with us so yeah. i appreciate that yeah yeah i do so it's really cool so um thank you everyone for listening and for sticking with us if you would like to reach us you can do so this way you can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. And you can call and leave us a voicemail at 831-291-5112. When was, do we get people calling that? Every now and then. Somebody Every calls, now and yeah. then. Call the damn voicemail and leave a leave a greeting. Just say hi. Just say hey. This is who I am, and this is what I ride, and this is where I'm at. But yeah. no more asking for bail money. That's we're, done. Yeah. We're just, yeah, no, we're just <laughs> no more bail money. <laughs> um, and we're, I just we're broke. And I just want to say, if you go to our our website, motorcyclesandmisfits.com, you can find the links to everything there. We also I uh, recently added a quick and easy PayPal button to buy a T-shirt. Ooh, nice. However. I have sold out <gasps> oh, no. of these smalls and mediums and anything above extra large. I only have large and extra large right now. I have plenty of large. I'm almost out of extra large. So uh, it seems that here in California, everyone wears a large, and I ran out and I had to order a bunch. Now everyone else in the rest of the country is either <laughs> tiny or huge, yeah, and right. I bought everything but the larges. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you want to buy a T-shirt, go there. Uh, I appreciate that very much. So I think it's time to wrap it up. And uh, also thanks to anyone who's left a review. If you haven't done so, please take an opportunity to leave a review so others can find us too. Yeah, send us your emails too. We love that. So on that note, this is Liza. I am Zach. That was Dave. Naked Jimmy. Douglas. Goodbye. Oh, God. (laughs) This is (laughs) Scott. This is Doc. (laughs) Mike. Epitome of the garage. (laughs) This is Isaac and Bagel. And we are so ready to get out of here. Yes, hot, hot. Hot, hot. (laughs) Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool.